Hey everybody, happy Sunday. You are watching FCN uh, Prime News, the Sunday edition. I am your host, as always, at Trezene, and I am so glad to be with you guys again this week for the Sunday edition. Uh, we have a great lineup for you today. You look at the title of today's show, uh, it, we're gonna be talking about a couple of things. One is we're gonna be talking about Lupita. Uh, Nyango and Weinstein, and we're going to delve into a topic of millennials. But I have first with me uh, Jana Matthews. She's uh, joining us today for our first topic. Jana, say hello to everybody who's oh. out there watching. Hello, everyone. That's that's, that's it. it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got? Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm at JMAT Laughs on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm excited to talk about this. Why are you excited to talk about Lupita and Weinstein? For those who watched last week's Sunday edition, uh, we definitely went in on Weinstein, but there's been a new development yeah. uh, over the last week involving Lupita. And I guess when I say excited, uh, that might not have been the best choice of words. I'm, I'm angry and upset because mm -hmm. for some reason, you know, it was okay when everybody else said it, but now that Lupita has said that he's he's been inappropriate with her, he wants to come out and say, oh no, she's got a she's she's thought about it wrong and that's not true and it's just it's upsetting it gets me upset that that when we say something and when i say we i mean african-american women oops i'm sorry to touch my boob and my mic um but when we talk about things it's not true or or we're, we're, we thought of it wrong she has nothing to lose why would she lie about him i mean absolutely no reason for those who may not have heard about this because there's a few people that i have talked to over the last few days who were like wait what lupita said something like what happened we do have a video clip that we'd love to roll for you. You guys can watch to get caught up on that. Actress Lupita Nyong'o recently shared stories of her encounters with Harvey Weinstein from before she was famous, revealing that the Hollywood mogul told her she'd be successful in Hollywood if she slept with him. Nyong'o, who won Best Supporting Actress Oscar in 2014 for 12 Years a Slave, penned an op-ed for the New York Times on Thursday in which she recalls meeting Weinstein while she was still studying at Yale's drama school. The young goat said shortly after meeting Weinstein, he invited her for a film screening at his home. She said, Harvey led me into a bedroom, his bedroom, and announced that he wanted to give me a massage. I thought he was joking at first. He was not. She said later at a dinner, Weinstein bluntly stated that their relationship should become sexual. When she refused, she recalls, he told me not to be so naive. If I wanted to be an actress, then I had to be willing to do this sort of thing. Okay, so here's what got me about this. So I didn't see any videos. I didn't, you know, know what happened. I just saw it on Twitter, I think, where it was like Lupita has claims of harassment. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you click, you look into it. And then I realized that she tells of this not by doing some Twitter thread, not by, you know, just making some quick post, that she does a huge op-ed in the New York Times. Right. In the New York Times, right. So <laughs> it's not right. It's not side by night. She thought about it. Mm -hmm. um, I think part of it is in response to the Me Too hashtag that's come about in the last couple of weeks. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. When I, well, they first attributed to Alyssa Milano. Right. But there was actually an African American woman who's been doing. I can't recall her name right yeah, now. Yeah, me neither. But she's been doing the Me Too as for uh, avenue for those who've been sexually harassed or mm -hmm. violated mm -hmm. to gain strength and be in power and so people have been doing that and so i think from that you can't help but see what's going on 
and not have memories come up. And right, thank right. goodness Lupita was, has been successful in spite of what he may have done mm -hmm. to try to thwart her, right. her abilities to be successful. But she took the time. She took the time and walked yes. through it. And when you read it, um, the things that he, he did, he, he, I guess his go-to was like a massage, which we all probably can respond. You know, you right. all know the right. massage is the gateway <laughs> to <Right>. everything else. <laughs> Listen, yeah. first of all, can we just talk about the massage? Like, yes. that is like the go to. Like, hey, girl, why don't you just yeah. let me rub your shoulders yes. a little bit? <laughs> and this is so sad. I just got a massage at a, 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 for, by a professional. Mm -hmm. And they asked when was the last time I got one. Mm -hmm. I was like, it had to be 2000 when I was studying for a very important test. <laughs> but I realized I've had other ones from fake massage people. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was consensual. So I'm not trying to say, but, it, but I realized that they didn't know what they were doing. Just, yeah. I mean, just say yeah. what you want. Don't just, tell me you're going to give me a massage because yeah. it ain't the same. Just say what you want. No. Uh, in that op-ed article, um, she tells of how, you know, uh, he invited her to his home. Right. Uh, she said that she was lured into his bedroom mm -hmm. uh, with his children in a nearby room watching a movie. A nearby soundproof room. Yes. So and she's like, I can't scream because everybody, yes. everybody in the house was in the soundproof room watching the movie while he took her on a tour yes. to her bed, his bedroom. Yes, which is like such a huge red flag of you have a soundproof room right. like what okay right um it says uh that you know when he offered the massage that she said that she in return said no let me give you a massage right. and then she explained why she did that she said i felt i would be more in control of the situation if i was the one behind him and i could see where his hands Absolutely. were and that really struck me yeah that really struck me that the immediate response uh, from women or whomever, men too, when you're put in these situations, it, that you're like, ah, do I run? Do I go? Like, oh, well, let me just at least try to turn this table a little right. bit to still keep myself protected, but not lose the opportunity that might come my way. That, right. that really struck me. Well, she, she, she uh, read the article. She, she did take the time because you, you want to take control of the situation as best as possible. Mm -hmm. She was still a student, I think, in grad school at Yale. And so right. he says, you know, I want to give you a massage. It wouldn't take no for an answer. Right. Which she had experienced before. They had dinner and she ordered a juice. Mm -hmm. And he ordered Diet Coke, and Diet Soda, mm -hmm. and vodka. And right. she said, I just want juice. And he's like, no, you will get what I want. You know, yeah. Yeah. those kind of conversations. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I think the, the biggest part of what, what was demeaning to me is that she said something and he's the only she she and Ashley Judd I will give him credit for that whatever that means mm -hmm. but he's like she that's not what that's not how it happened but everybody every story that I read mm -hmm. is like I said massage was mm -hmm. his thing so he mentioned that and then he wants to take off his pants while yes. she's giving a massage why yes. do you need to take your pants yes. off yes. to get a massage you can do that through clothes <laughs> you know so she was just it was just troubling and then so then she was able to escape and that wasn't the first, the last time That's that right. he right. did something. He tried to be, well, she invited me to a play later in life. Just because she tried to take control of the situation, because right. she still wants to be an actress, right. doesn't mean that you didn't do what you did. Right. Let me read to everyone uh, the statement that he did issue through his spokesperson. Black. Oh, you have a comment. Tarana Burke. Okay. okay. We'll remember that. Tarana Burke. I got Who it. Who made that comment? Somebody. Oh, you looked it up? Oh, thanks. See, our producers are so awesome. You see that? I heard her on, like, the Tom Jordan show this week. So. Oh, she yeah. was on there? Yeah. Okay. But, um, but yeah, okay. So what was so, the statement? this is a statement that he made uh, through his spokesperson okay. after Lupita did this op-ed, right? Okay. Um, she says, Weinstein has a different recollection of events. 
but believes Lupita is a brilliant actress, a major force for the industry. Uh, last year, she sent a personal invitation to Mr. Weinstein to see her in a Broadway show, Eclipsed. Here is the statement he issued with regard to all 40 other <laughs> women. Just one statement that was all issued. All 40 other white women? White women, okay. yes. Okay. 40 other white women. Um, Weinstein said, any allegations of non-consensual sex are unequivocally denied by Mr. Weinstein. Right. So no names. No names. But I guess he thought, it's kind of that, that backhanded compliment. Mm. It's kind of like, you, you, um, he, cause he said, oh, she's a great actress and she invited me to play, but she's lying. I mean, that's what he just yeah, said. Yeah, cause I, I feel that he's calling her a liar. Yeah. Like, I, um, yeah, I mean, we had some interaction, but I think you've made this all up in your head. Right. Which there's so much that can be said about, I mean, cause it, unfortunately I feel like African-American women, a lot of times our voice is said and, it's, and we say something and then people don't want to hear it. It's not as loud. It's, it's we have something to gain. She has nothing to gain from doing that. Mm. But she needs to, to say something to empower others to make sure that they also will feel like their voice is heard. And another thing, I mean, it's just kind of like, oh, we're good for the, you know, you can take us out after after hours, but not in main life. Mm. So that's kind of the other, the, the continual, I guess, theme that continues to happen, but it needs to, it needs to stop. It's 2017. Yeah. Last week on the Sunday edition when we talked mm -hmm. about Weinstein, uh, we had the revolution yes. on. And we were talking about like, how did this all come out now? Why is this, like you're, you're seeing a man being destroyed, right? right? And, and what did it take? And, and he made some comments about it being white women A-list actresses. And then I think we got into a conversation about what if this were a black woman. And we, have, we pulled that clip mm -hmm. uh, about that. If we could run that clip of the revolution commenting on this, Go right ahead. <laughs> uh, I think we're seeing action. Okay. And I think that we're going to see a lot more. And I want to say why. Why? Uh, because this is happening to white women. Okay. Okay. This is happening why to Why does that women. matter? Oh, it matters. Oh, it matters. Um, listen, if this were, first of all, black women are marginalized. Regardless, right? Regardless. Right? Mm -hmm. If if a black actress, if, if this started because of a black actress, I'm not saying it would have been buried, mm -hmm. but it would not have gotten to the level that it is now. How crazy is it that just last week when he's like, ah, if this had been a black woman coming out, I, I don't think it would have been buried, but it just wouldn't have been taken as seriously. And then not even a week later, Lupita does this huge op-ed and we're seeing exactly what he just said, where it's like, ah, disregard the black yeah. girl. Yet, like what? Like it, it really makes me uh, feel as if, you know, I don't want to say like embarrassed that you were trying to holler at a black girl or you don't want your colleagues to know that you was trying to get it on with a well, black girl. Like black girls and big girls. So I'm black and a big girl. So mm -hmm. people act like they don't want me. Uh <laughs> but I know they do. Uh huh. But it's usually behind closed doors. Uh huh. And it's the same thing. It's like, but I'm beautiful behind closed doors, in front of closed doors, with clothes, without. So mm -hmm. that's the same thing I think that's happening mm -hmm. with them. It's like, oh no, I couldn't want her. And yes, you did. You know you wanted some. Mm -hmm. The black of the berry. <laughs> Okay, but. we have a comment, producer. We do, from Rhonda Bernice. So sad, he used his privilege to get away with this for so long. The slave masters from his lineage must have been seven kinds of awful. Oh, listen, that's, a, that's another thing, you know, like we have this concept of like almost like the, 
what do they say, like bed winch, like black women being the bed winch, like you're only good for this one thing right. type of thing. And uh, I actually was, when I was looking for clips mm -hmm. for today, uh, I saw this comment on, um, on YouTube. Um, and we have out of that, um, they can put that up on screen. Um, but the comment literally was, this black chick is lying. You bed wench, you, you ain't nothing but this. You are just, a, you're a sexual predator. Mm -hmm. You're a, <laughs> like, and literally went in on how she had to have fabricated this. And the only rationale for it through the comment right. was because she was black. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's part of the problem for whatever reason. And people thinking that that's all we have to offer. She's, and, and she showed him, you know, I've been successful without you. So I don't need you, and I don't need you to do that. I want to just be successful. I want to glean from the knowledge you have, because you are. I mean, you're Harry Weinstein, Weinstein, Weiner, whatever. I don't, at this point, calling him by his name is too much. Okay. So, but, you know, she's, she, she understands that. We, and I think as African Americans, we understand when people are successful in their field, and we want the knowledge, too, because mm -hmm. we're trying to move ahead. It's not that I don't, I don't want to give you my body to be successful, because I have the skills above that. And I think that's what she was trying to do. And she tried in other scenarios, take her classmates to go with her. Mm -hmm. And then she felt comfortable and then went back again by herself. And he played her again at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like, she, he's like, okay, great, we're in a restaurant. Right. He's like, oh, no, we have to go upstairs to the private area. Oh. And she's like, well, I don't want to do that. He's like, well, we'll be two ships passing in the night. And she didn't understand what that meant at that point. And once he explained, he's like, well, we're just on different pages. Well, yeah, we are. Mm. So the page that I don't want you to touch me. Mm. And, yeah, it's just sad. I mean, it's for so many reasons. But, um, and I think the other piece, I mean, just, just think about Lupita and how successful, I'm so glad that she's been successful without him. Yes. But you know she's not the first black person he, he I mean, you, you know it's you not. Know it's this not. has just happened in the last five years, and he's been doing this for, what, 20 years, maybe? Uh, let's push it towards 30. 30, okay, 30. <laughs> I know at least eight settlements, agreements, right. and things of that right, nature. Right, 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 right. So, but, but it, it does, it's, disarm, it's disheartening when he does call her by name, you know, mm. As if a lot of things, what we say a lot of times is not true. I mean, it, not, we're talking about Lupita and sexual harassment, but you think about just, we think about, um, you know, police, police brutality and things that happen. Mm. It couldn't happen. There's no way it could happen like that if a mm. black person says that, yeah. but a white person says it or somebody, uh, you know, outside of a, a person of color, and it's true. It's like, no, we, we you wouldn't be here without us. Mm. And so our words are just as powerful and strong and truthful. We have nothing to gain by bringing it down. Mm -hmm. You know, we, mm -hmm. I think we more are, try to uplift people and things that we do, but it gets to a point where we can't, and we have to fight back with mm -hmm. the truth, and that's mm -hmm. all that's, that's, that she's doing. When you say, you said it's disheartening that he's called her by name. Yeah. Well, explain a little more. Well, I think because, it, because in not respecting her voice, and that everybody else is saying, I mean, some of the names, Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie, there's a lot of other people that were mentioned, but those are the ones that, uh, Roseanne Arquette, I think, or uh, Patricia. Patricia, Patricia Arquette, her last name is Arquette. <laughs> um, but, you know, and he didn't say anything. Well, you know, if it wasn't consensual, mm -hmm. I mean, I, 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 all my efforts were consensual, basically, what he said. But he's, for her to come out and say that and then try to blame her, it's, it's kind of the victim blaming, mm, okay. as if she has something to do with it. And then turns around, well, well and then she might have, she didn't obviously have a problem with me because she invited me to come to a play. 
Well, she'd like to think that you were rehab, uh, that you would mm -hmm. not continue to do this, that mm -hmm. obviously I have a skill set without you. Right. And sometimes you want your haters to see, hey, look at, look at me now. Mm -hmm. Kind of Chris Brown, I just saw his documentary, so I feel like, <laughs> but look at me now. Uh -huh. And so that's kind of what she, I think she was showing, like, you know what, I didn't need you. And you can kiss where the sun doesn't shine. And that's what she did. That's what we was trying to do. Well, he was. But she's, <laughs> we're talking about figurative, not literally. <laughs> so, but yeah. But I, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad she gave, used her voice. I think more people need to use their voice and, and, and be prepared for the consequences as well. Yeah. You know, we don't ever get to choose the consequences, but the, the gift that you are given to empower others, mm -hmm. maybe not on the level of, a, of Harry and the art actresses, maybe some school teacher or some volleyball coach who volunteers and mm -hmm. somebody's been taking advantage of them. But I think, I think we need to be using our voice for good. And she's showing, hey, I can do that. I, I agree with that. I agree with that a lot. Thank you so much, Jana. You're welcome. This has been a, a, a lovely conversation about this. I will say, you know, I'm proud of Lupita for taking too. that time to do that. And at the same time, I realized why she had to take yes. the time to do that. Because if she had just come out like everyone else and just say, hey, me too. Right. It just wouldn't have been enough right. because she is black female. So uh, I, with that, we're going to go straight to commercial. And when we come back, we're going to be joined uh, by the revolution as we go into our next topic. of governments, your cover-ups of the murder of innocent ordinary citizens, all for the sake of profit. This is why we at F-Society have decided you must die. We are malicious and hostile. We do not compromise. We are relentless. We will not stop until every tentacle of your evil monstrosity is sliced off at the nerve. Consider yourself warned.
everybody to the Sunday edition. I am Trezene and I am joined here with the revolution. Howdy. Uh, and <laughs> why is he doing that on camera? Um, we here at, at FCN, there's a lot of conversations that we have off camera and sometimes we realize that, you know, these are conversations that people are having all over and we should put these conversations on camera and, and have these conversations in real time um, and interact with our viewers. And this particular topic is definitely one of those things. Uh, we're talking about uh, the millennials. Uh, what is a millennial? Uh, yeah. it, like it, we have conversations on what generation are we? Like, you know, I feel like it's very clear for some generations, like, I don't know, baby boomers or something, yeah. but I think over the last maybe five, six, seven years, what is a millennial keeps changing. And so we kind of wanted to have that conversation uh, with you guys today. Is that an accurate summation? I kind of, kind of. I think that you um, <laughs> you got real clinical about it. But I, I think that when, when I proposed this to be a topic for today, I think it was because um, I don't want to I don't want to call any names, but there's. Um, there's a show that I watch on YouTube mm -hmm. by black people who are very proud of being millennials. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a for us, by us millennial program. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was like, huh, I raised my eyebrow to that a while ago and then seeing other topics about millennials mm -hmm. and, you know, what makes a millennial and their personality types and things of that nature. And so I, I wanted to really have this dialogue with the FCN uh, community, with FCN family, mm -hmm. and really talk about millennials because there are two things uh, that I really want to touch on today. Uh -huh. So uh, you, you want to go ahead and... Um, maybe. Uh, okay. So uh, I think one of the things is you know, what is a millennial, right? Right. And then does that really encompass uh, blacks? Does, does it, it, it are, are we really, oh, are we really uh, included in that category? Is that an accurate summation? Did I do, no, yes? <laughs> okay, well, that's something I wanted to touch on after the fact, okay. right? So here, here's the thing about millennials, right? So first and foremost, uh, the the term millennials keeps switching, yes. right? So the, 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 the generational gap that is millennials uh, originally was from like 1980 or 1979, something like that, until 90, something like so. The, right, late 90s. Until the late 90s. Okay. So the people that, you know, mm -hmm. that think they're millennials are supposed to be right there. Then I heard it's 84 until sometime in the late 90s, right? Right. So, but let, this is the theme that I want to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. And so... The millennials are, are seen as people who are the participation award generation. Yes, the trophy uh, generation. The, the, the part just for showing up, yes. the, the generation of people that are told you can be anything that you want to be, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can be anything that you want to be, mm -hmm. right? And you get a trophy for everything, and, you, you know, they're coddled. They're, mm -hmm. they're being raised in a certain way that they weren't being raised a generation ago. And they get out into the real world mm -hmm. and they don't have the soft skills right. that they need mm -hmm. moving forward. Th these people live on, on their cell phones. All of their relationships yes. are here. Yes. 
um, whether it's familiar, uh, platonic, or otherwise, mm-hmm. um, that they are what I consider to be complete and total snowflakes. Oh, okay. All right. I think that the millennials are the snowflakes that we're talking about. Hmm. Yes, explain. Explain. Well, it's just that. Uh, they do not know how to handle stress mm-hmm. because they've never been put through anything because people are always shielding them mm-hmm. from every situation. Mommy and daddy has coddled them. No one has spanked them. No one has chastised them. They, they, mm-hmm. they, they believe that the world owes them something and they are inherently with that type of behavior mm-hmm. entitled. And so when they do not get what they want, mm-hmm. They start to melt because mm-hmm. they're snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Once the heat turns okay. up, mm-hmm. they melt. Okay. They are snowflakes. As opposed to us, I tell you, I'm a, I'm a asphalt rock. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a dirty little asphalt rock. I, I just crumble, but I ain't melting. I might break off the street, but hey, I ain't melting, Jack. I'm just a little asphalt rock, you know. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. You seem like you, you have something you want to question. No, no, no. I- I think I was just uh, processing the melting, uh, yeah. and and even if you might crumble, there you're still there. Oh yeah, yeah. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah, you're not I'm going asphalt. anywhere. And and what that really means for millennials, when when you melt away, how do you even recover from that? I, I, that's, I think that's where I was because you. That's yeah. the thing. You can't even this. The millennials have the highest suicide rate mm-hmm. of any generation before them. You have. Oh, the, the, the Caillou. Caillou. Oh my God, that the is Caillou so generation. good. Thank you, Ramona. That that is Mona that's, with the come through. The Caillou, that big head Canadian Mickey Ficky Caillou. Man, let me tell you something. I, I hate big head Caillou. Caillou. And that, but you know what's funny? She has a great point. Most of them behave like Caillou. Yes. And the parents, oh Caillou, mm-hmm. just mom. Oh. oh my God, he was awful. He was awful. <laughs> and I have to work with a whole bunch of Caillou's, right? Mm. But see, here's the thing that, that I don't like about millennials, mm-hmm. right? Here's the mm-hmm. one thing I don't like about millennials. Mm-hmm. They pretend as if they have lived in technology and they understand this world better than us. And, and I want to say this. I think that there are a group of people mm-hmm. who were born between 1976 and 1982 mm-hmm. that I believe are the lost generation. Okay, explain what you mean by that. So there's a group of people I happen to be in that category, right? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that when when I was coming up, we were known as Generation Y. Okay, right. Right after we were after X. X. Okay. So there's Boomers, X, and then no, 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 no. The no. greatest generation, generation. Boomers, uh-huh. X, okay, Y, and millennials. and Millennials. But they they deleted Y. Like Y is deleted. Okay. But right. we, I remember very clearly there was clearly a y. that there was a Y. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I want to say that we're just like the Korean War. We're the forgotten generation. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a group of people who are not Generation Xers who you have to understand. We were the generation that really bridged the gap between analog and digital. Yes. Very so, much so I don't know why, you know, uh, millennials believe that they're the only ones who grew up with technology. I grew up with every game system. Right. I grew up knowing what caller ID and yes. call waiting and, and what it was like not having to not. Ha- but it was only a short window. A though. Short it was time. a very short window. Mm-hmm. So you have to understand the majority of my life. I have lived in the exact same technology bubble that you have lived in. Mm. So, you know, like, do not act like you're superior 
to us. And I think that we are the forgotten generation. Like it's X, it's us in a six year gap who don't mm. fit in either don't fit in either category. In either category. That's right. And then you have the millennials. You know, I agree with that because when you look at the traditional definition of a millennial, yeah. I'm like, there's no way in the world I can be in the same generation as my teenage daughter. There's no way in the world. We come from two very different places. And so when you talk about a lost generation, I'm like, ah, I can see that because I also don't belong over here. I, I was born in the very early 80s. Uh, <laughs> what? What? Just Continue. don't make that face. Um, but they try to lump that into the millennials. But at the same time, it's also defined as when my daughter was born. There's no way in the world that we can be in that same okay, category. Okay, so let me ask you a question. How, yeah. how, are, how are your generations so different? Give me something that makes your generation, yours and your daughter, so different. Um, I believe it is, it, it is social media. I, 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 we talked about this earlier, and I'm, I was talking about the smartphone and, yeah. and the use of it in social connecting. Uh -huh. I really believe that's what really separates uh, me from her in, 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 in that because we know what it was like to play outside. We know what it was like, even though we had Game Boys and Nintendos, we still connected with each other in a, in a very different way. Yeah. Um, the phone or you go outside or you knew to just hang outside so that everyone came out. It was not so much into this social media, social connecting world. I got, I wanted to, yeah. Zennials? Ah, Zennials. Like Combining the, the two. Between 77 and 83 were Zennials. Were Zennials. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's I'm a Zennial. I'm a Zennial. Okay, that's cool. That's interesting. That's cool. Okay, wait, okay. So here's what I want to say yeah. to that, right? Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing new under the sun. That's right. Okay. Right. First and foremost, uh, like we all talk about that they're the Netflix generation, the streaming media yeah. generation, yeah. right? The, the on demand generation. Right, right. Uh, what did I do on Fridays? I didn't have Netflix and chill, but I had a uh, video rental store and chill. I went to the video <laughs> rental store, I got my movie, and I went home. And got I a pizza. I, I got a pizza and I chilled out. It's the same thing. It's not new, it's just the apparatus, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. that the, the social people went to a club, they went to the roller rink, they went, the social people went somewhere yes. to interact with people like them. Mm. And I think that this generation, all the snowflakes have some place to go and interact, yeah. Ramona has a couple more comments. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Millennials love to op to be openly accessible, whereas we're more private. We're a more private generation. Give them a smartphone to give us a pager. Call you back when I feel like it. Yes. Ah, yes. yeah. Yeah, I call you back when I feel like it. <laughs> that's true. That's real. I, you know, so that, that's I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. And that's a very good point. Mm -hmm. Did you have something else? Uh, no, no. I um, I think. Uh, just really defining where those are and even hearing from her, the Zennials. I, Zennials, I really do like yeah. that label over that group that just kind of, you know, doesn't really fit in either. But I, I guess I do have a, another question of what traits we might be taking from uh, each group. So are there Zennials who might be a little more millennially? Uh, yes. And are there Zennials who might be a little more sexy? Yes, yes. I, I believe there are two groups within the Zennials, okay. right? Okay. It's it's just like that one uh, mixed friend that you got. You know, it's two mixed people. Yes. It's two types of mixed people out there, right? It's <laughs> mixed where you be like, you mixed? Mm -hmm. You just look like an old nappy-headed, light-skinned black person, <laughs> right. right? And then it's right. like, oh, yeah, you black? Oh, I thought you was 
Right. Something else. Something else. Right? Right. You, it's the same two mm -hmm. people. Like, I, I think a lot of people don't know. I don't want to get off into a tangent. But you know that guy <laughs> on Mad TV? I want to give you an idea. Uh, the Phil Lamar guy, the one that used to be real hyper jumping around, the yes. UPS guy? Yes. He's mixed. His father is Scottish. I had no His idea. His mother is Nigerian. And I'm talking, he looked like, you know, swing low, sweet chair. He, he looked like cotton picking Negro. <laughs> He don't look like he got, man, that cracker gene didn't do nothing for him. I'm sorry. Y'all know I'm part white. Stop that. Don't act that way, my white fans. Don't do that. But it's those types of people, right? That's one is passing and one is clearly the other, right? Right. right. So I believe that the, the zennials who listen to the, the hip trap music, who dress in the latest fashions to keep up with their mm -hmm. younger counterparts are the ones that are passing. It's the it's the moms that had kids as teenagers mm -hmm. in the 90s, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. who right. who are still trying to hold on to their youth and their muff, muffin topping in their jeans. I hate muffin topping. They muffin like, you I know, I hate listen, the muffin topping. Honey, honey, I don't want to call no names, but I'm sure a few of y'all watching, okay? <laughs> You're muffin topping, okay? You're 38 years old and you squeezing your big ass into them pants that your little chubby daughter can't even wear and she shouldn't wear. I'm gonna need you to take them off and dress appropriately. Dress like a for real zennial. Yes, like uh, a, uh, get on the other side right. of, of There's the There's a reason extras. why our pants are made a little more high-waisted. Yeah. Oh, don't oh, wear oh. the bomb jeans now. Don't come <laughs> to where the zipper is at the navel. I can't do that. Ain't nothing sexy about mom jeans, man. You be looking like, so you just don't want me to, you just, so you don't want? Okay, okay, I'm good, I'm good. We, yeah, woo. Oh my God. So. Yeah, those those two categories. It's two categories, and then it's the other ones that work hard, that know that they got to go to school, that know they got to get up and go to work, that know mm -hmm. whatever they want. Like they know they got to do what they got to do, do to get it. Okay. And these other ones think that if they just show up or just say it, It'll that they that. that they're entitled to that. I know people that are thirty five plus, thirty six, thirty seven, mm -hmm. who act that way, who act like a millennial, who act like, well, I want this. Mm -hmm. I wrote this on my vision board. How come I can't get it? <laughs> I put it out there into the universe. I watched Oprah. I listened to Deepak Chokra. How come I can't get it? I want it. I prayed for it. I, I asked Jesus for it. <laughs> How come I can't get it? I want it. And guess what? I don't want to wait for it. I want it now. How come I can't get it? God. That's so accurate, though. It's so accurate. I mean, am I lying? It's so accurate. Please tell me if I'm lying. You're not lying. Uh, I don't think people realize the incredible amount of work that goes into achieving a goal. There's nothing wrong with envisioning it yeah. and reflecting on it and thinking about it and planning, but yeah. it, it takes time. I don't... People always talk about overnight successes, and there's no yeah, such thing. There's no such thing. Like Kevin Hart said, he said, my overnight success took me 10 years. Yeah. Took yeah. him 10 years. But with that, let me say this now. Let me say this. Mm -hmm. So we, we covered, do you all feel that we covered the ground of, like, have a, a clear idea of millennials and what they are, right? I think so. Do you, do you, do you think so? You, okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's my real point that I want to make. Yes. Okay. Uh, what, what's the years of millennials again? 80s. Um, 80s to well, Wikipedia, uh -huh. 1980s through mid 1990s, early 2000s. Okay, so let me say this. Let me make this statement very clear and very succinct. Black people born between uh, 1980 to the 1990s, early 2000s. 
y'all black asses are not millennials. I, w- I want to yeah. be very clear here. Your black ass is not a millennial. Now, yes. with that statement, uh-huh. because this seems very mathematical and certain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Wikipedia made it very clear that this has nothing to do with race. It's just about the time you were born. So why are you drawing the distinction that even if you born in mm-hmm. this time, mm-hmm. you, can, you do not qualify as millennial? Black people. Yes, why? Why? Black why? people. And I want to say this even to American people of color. If you were born here in America okay. and, like, there are exceptions to the rule, to every rule, right? right? right. But the vast majority of us, and here's why. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Do, have we all heard of the term digital divide? Yes. Who does that apply to? Digital divide. Does that apply to everyone? That applies to poor people. And oh, it, that's right. And it, and it and pertains. Anthony the crack era. The crack era. Yes. Here's the next generation crack, but that's, but so the digital divide, right? Mm-hmm. Poor people, especially uh, minorities, right. who grow up in low income areas who are not accessible to technology. technology. Right. 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 So how far back do you believe that the digital divide? I've read anywhere mm. between mm. fifteen and twenty years. Mm. Right. There's mm-hmm. a documentary. I can't remember the name of it about the digital divide and that these black kids are right now. Right. right go now. to public schools right now and they do not have access to computers. Yes. Right now. And there was a white student that, that were doing engineering and robotics and they have all this. Right. Yes, right. So if you are 15 to 20 years behind be, mm-hmm. due to the digital divide. Yes. Mm hmm. 15, 20 years behind. OK. So how is your generation Without a net. Thank you. That's the name of the documentary. It's called Without a Net. Mm-hmm. So if you are inherently 15 mm-hmm. to 20 years behind, uh-huh. that pushes you out of no, being a millennial. No. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm okay, not that, done yet. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm not done yet. Stuff. I'm not done yet. So you have the digital divide, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What are all the social justice warriors fighting for? Equality on a number of bases. On a number of bases. Economic. Okay. Social. Okay. Uh, like all kinds of areas. Okay. So what you're telling me now is, is that black people aren't even footing with their white counterparts. Right. On other main issues. On main issues. Main issues. Okay. So social, socio-political, economic, health, health, all all kinds kinds of stuff. Okay. So that probably puts us a footing back of how many years? Many decades. Many decades. Okay. <laughs> so you got the digital divide. You don't have equality for us, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How how about uh, Jim Crow era? Mm. Mm. Yeah. How about Jim Crow era? We're already we we live to talk about how far ahead. So if we were just to, if we were just to take all of that math, mm-hmm. right, and we put it together, how far of a head start do you give white people? Uh, a huge one. From from the 1600s to now, how many how how far apart are blacks and, and whites in America? How many years do you believe that we're apart? Many. It, give me a knee jerk. Oh God. Knee jerk. Just 150. Yeah, I would I would easily say that's probably the median. It's about 150. So with that being said, mm-hmm. how is your black ass on the same footing to call yourself a millennial? You are not. We are not in the same league as them. 
Why is it that we always have to place ourselves mm -hmm. where they are? Why is it that we always want to seat at their table with their terminology, with their labels? Like, why do we have to get empowered mm -hmm. through them? We are not, we are decades behind. Like, let's just, and I know people and are going to get upset with me. Can you stop? Oh, the producers ask you I'm to stop sorry. leaning I'm, to your left. I'm so sorry, I'm guys. I'm just saying, man. I'm like, so sorry, guys. They keep telling your <laughs> weird ass to stop leaning left, and you keep doing it. Like, I'm like, what? they told her like three times, stop leaning to your left. I can walk into bubblegum. Give me a, somebody give me a direction. Somebody give me stage direction right now. Look stage left now. I feel like I'm in a hostile work environment at this moment. Now, I do not feel safe. <laughs> okay. Take direction. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to talk? Oh, okay. Well, I can always do that. My fault, sir. Um, so it sounds, what it sounds like to me is it is crazy and irrational yeah. to to present yourself as entitled as a trophy kid as a I should have this when it is clear on many other levels that we haven't been entitled to a thing how can you if you are still <laughs> asking to not be shot and killed and, and to be profiled right. like it doesn't it, listen that does not and guess who, but guess who's in charge of all of this I ask you a question. How does D-Ray? How does D-Ray? Yeah, somebody pull that up because I, I don't know. How does D-Ray? Listen, all the people out there screaming and mad, the, all the blacks mm -hmm. that are mad, because I want to talk about this. All the black social justice warriors, mm -hmm. I guarantee you, are, are categorizing themselves as millennials. Yes. Yeah, they are. Right? They are. Because anybody in my little zennials, we know better. We know mm -hmm. what world we live in. Mm -hmm. I live in the area where you didn't go to this part of town because you knew the white folks would roust you. Right. You knew it. Right. You knew the police would roust you. Right. You knew it. Right. So they believe that somebody told them, you can be anything you want. Don't let nobody stop you. You can be. And then Barack Obama comes in office. Uh -huh. and, and I keep telling people, if Barack looked less like Will Smith and more like Don Cheadle, would he have become president? No, the answer is over. What no. platform did he run on originally? He ran on them white grandparents. And y'all, yes. listen, yes. He, you know, yes. I grew up with my grandparents who lived in the greatest generation of all time. Mm -hmm. They lived in World War II. And the tutelage and the tools that they gave me and the lessons learned from my grandfather, who was a World War II veteran, helped me mm -hmm. to become everything that you see today. That was Barack Obama. Was Barack and they were like, yes, yes, white people. He was raised by white people. Let's <laughs> vote for him. He looks non-threatening. He is vanilla ice milk. He ain't gonna hurt my stomach. He is not real ice cream. I am lactose intolerant. I, can't. I am nictose intolerant. I can't. I can't have no heaping helping of nigga. <laughs> Give me vanilla ice milk. That ain't gonna that hurt my stomach. So funny. Yes, so vote funny. for him, vote for him. But yeah, but when he's running for president though, it all changes. You it's all look at this backlash that we're let's look at this. Mm -hmm. and, and, Man, you get one black in power, and they lost their mind. Well, I had to be listening to Barack Obama for eight years. You're, they all voted for Trump, and, th and this is the thing. Y'all all voted for Barack. Right. Why couldn't we vote? They literally voted for a, a person who wasn't qualified just because we voted for a black person that 
arguably was qualified. Was qualified. He was qualified to be president. Yeah. Do I think Hillary was more qualified? Yes. Yeah. I think she was more qualified than mm-hmm. him. I, I always said that I didn't think he should have been president. I didn't think we were ready for it. Mm-hmm. I got into it with my mom. Mom, are you out there? You can tell everybody. She's watching. She's watching. <laughs> I got into it with my mother. She was like, well, if not now, then when? I said, when white people learn to leave us alone. <laughs> then, and, cause, and everything that I said came to fruition. Right. You, just, you just played a clip yeah. where I said something about Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. Yeah. And then it happened. Yeah. And, and here's the problem. Black folks, stop it. Stop. Like, look like you weren't entitled this future of being included in everything that they do. They still don't want to see right. you in their spaces. That's right. That's right. Like, get over that. Like, mm-hmm. wh- listen, let me say this. I know you guys may think I'm all over the place, but I'm sorry. I really am. But I'm really impassioned about this. So here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Stop moving. T- stop taking your good, good job. I got me a good job. I went to a good school. Now I got me a good job. Now I'm going to take my good job money and I'm going to go live out there with the white people. Right? right. So now you're taking your good job and your good money mm-hmm. and you're putting it into their system. Their system. Okay. Right. So you are empowering their government, mm-hmm. their police, mm-hmm. their school systems. Mm-hmm. Did you see the picture of the little girl where they were doing colonial times? Anybody see that? No, I didn't see and that. And they had this little girl on her knees and they had two white kids holding a leash and they were taking a picture. She was on her knees. Oh, God. And they had a leash around her neck. Oh, God. See, and this is the thing, though. This, these are people that want to be millennials because you were bust. You were allowed mm-hmm. to go to these white schools. So mm-hmm. you feel like you got the better education. You feel like because you were rubbing elbows rubbing with them elbows that you the are them. Yeah. yeah. That you are magical. That mm-hmm. you are what? A snowflake. An individual, mm-hmm. crystallized, beautiful unique. object. Unique. And you're not. You are still a little broken jagged dirty piece of asphalt i'm mm-hmm. asphalt you wrap, wrapping it up where we going we going to commercial oh we done what are we doing yeah but we're done we're done already yeah but you like wrap it up yeah, cut it off oh excuse excuse you oh oh my goodness now let's I go don't to, know. Let's Nobody go to, has a floor. Who's leading this floor yeah, here? I don't know. I, okay. I was. I had a follow up to what he said, and now I forgot it. Anyone? I couldn't find a date of birth. Oh, D-Ray? See, that's funny right there. Like we can't find okay. a D-O-B on D-Ray. That, that whole. Well, then wrap it up. Then I'm gonna be like Migos. Well, then wrap it up. Wrap it up. Then wrap it up. I'm Listen, gonna, hey, if you're out there watching, or <laughs> yeah, Ramon. Wrap it up. Uh, can they can they see me on camera with his broad shoulders all in the camera? What? They can see you. Okay, can you move? What you want to do then? Oh my god! So wrap it up. Then. I can't, I can't work under these conditions. I can't. Listen, uh, that's it for the Sunday edition. If you have additional comments and you want to continue this conversation, please, please, please place your thoughts in the comments. We're always checking it. It comes through our phones. We will continue to engage with y'all on this topic or the topic with Weinstein uh, and uh, Lupita Nyong'o. With that. We are out. We will see you tomorrow. Oh, tonight. We have a couple of shows tonight, by the way. We have uh, Millions and Millions coming on tonight. We have the Walking Dead pregame show that is premiering tonight. And then, of course, on Monday at 7 p.m.-ish, we will... Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm going to a different network where the producers and people aren't up in the camera. 
Anyway, we will see y'all tomorrow, Prime News at 7 p.m. So uh, with that, we'll see. Oh my God, I'm out of here. Bye, y'all.